Let's go to the hotline and welcome to this show for the very first time from Saturday Night Live. This is Pete Davidson. Pete, how are you, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you feeling? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, I, ha- I have to give you the whole, my whole Pete, Pete Davidson background. Sure. So we're, I'm in a hotel one night, and, uh, and I'm flipping through the channels, and Guy Code is on. Now, I know of the show because I met Esther Koo one time in New York, and I'm totally into her. So I know that she was on Girl Code, and I see Guy Code, and I start watching it, and I see you for the very first time. And I am finding myself laughing out loud at you, Pete Davidson, not being familiar with you. So then a couple of a, a commercial later, I pick up my phone, and I Google Pete Davidson. And then I find out how young you are, and uh, then I go to YouTube, and I start watching your videos, and then I find out that you, like me, are from Staten Island. And I'm blown away. And then, a couple of seconds later, it's 11.30, and I put on uh, Saturday Night Live, and there you are, very first episode, first season, and you killed it on your first appearance there. So all of those things to happen uh, in one uh, half hour together it means you guys means are- were destined to be together. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm very flattered. That's very, very nice. And I appreciate another guy from Staten Island, so you know my pain. Yeah, oh, I, believe me, I do. So now, now, then I find out last week that I had no idea that Colin Jost was from Staten Island, but I think you will re- you, you know that you and I are way more alike than Jost is. Jost went to Regis. His parents were rich. No, Joseph is smart. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's smart, and it seemed like his family had he's money. Smart, right. handsome, yeah. got his stuff together. Yeah, they, uh, uh, he wouldn't have. We wouldn't have hung out. He wouldn't have hung out with us when we were in high school. No, Colin was like cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, we. Uh, I was. I was born and raised in Great Kills, which uh, is. Uh, I guess it's like kind of nice. Yeah, so it's it's, like, it's nicer than where I'm from. I grew up in New York. All of all of Staten Island is like kind of nice, but a block away from awful. Right, right. Now keep in mind, it's 15 miles wide, but also home to the largest dump right. in the entire country on a 15 mile right. island. So a majority of it is dump. Now, uh, what what high school did you go to? Ah, I went to three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to C, and then I, and then I went to Tottenville, and then I graduated from Severian. Okay, so C is where I went. Mm-hmm. And if you went from C to Tottenville, that means you either got kicked out or your grades were terrible. Uh, I left. I made it to my junior year, and then uh, and then I was failing, and they weren't going to let me play basketball. And I was like, all right. Tonville it is. Yeah, that's a, that's the thing. If all my all the cool kids left in freshman year to go to Tonville, and I wrote it out, I graduated from C, and I had never heard. There's like a handful of small people who have been who have uh, become successful from growing up there. So now I, I'm so excited because now I see you. You're killing it on on Saturday Night Live. You're from Staten Island, and then I go in November and I take my wife to the Saturday Night Live show for her birthday and we go to the after party and and we're like so excited to be there that we get to the after party first i think we're the first people in the right. whole place <laughs> and you awesome. and we're waiting on you like we're literally stalking you and waiting Easy. for you to come there yeah because i need to meet this kid i think he's so funny and he's from staten island and and at this point by the time you get there i'm kind of drunk 
because I've been there so long. And you walk in, and we connect, like, from across the room, we lock eyes, and I kind of just put my hand up, almost like, like, to this day, my wife is like, you called him over like he was a waiter, and you were asking for more <laughs> butter. But you were so nice, you came over and took pictures with all of us, and we talked for a little bit, and then the next day I woke up and went, God, I was so drunk, I don't know what I even said to him, I've, and you worry about that you said something Weird. stupid the whole night, yeah. There are, what, I, what show did you guys go to? That was the one with Wo uh, Woody Harrelson. Oh yeah, that was my twenty-first birthday. Man. Yes, that's right. It was your 21st birthday, and uh, and and you were doing shots of what's his name? Michael Che was buying shots, and I'm pretty sure hitting on my wife all at the same time, uh, which was fine with me. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> and everybody was, and you were there with your girl, and everybody was doing shots. And then a couple of uh, weeks later, I went back up and went just to the after party, and that was at the one that. Uh, What's that really nice restaurant? It was like in the in the fifties. It was something that was. Oh, it was Kevin Hart hosted, and then you were there again, uh, and I'm like, I can't talk to him again now. This is just gonna look like now we're gonna look like we're stalking. <laughs> no, dude, come anytime. Any, any Staten Islanders more than welcome. You, like nobody knows our pain, dude. I know. <laughs> I know. It is. It's such a weird existence because. Uh, you don't like I try to explain to people all the time everybody's like hey man you're gonna go back to your roots and I go no I'll never go back there this right never morning. go back no never no. it's the only place I know where I have more people that hate me <laughs> <laughs> and I'm from there I'm, yeah. from, I'm from there yeah. people are so mean yeah. it's it's ridiculous uh, when you're when you're a kid and and uh, I mean I'm I'm significantly older than you are but when I'm I mean I'm watching this Saturday Live since before you were born and when when you're a kid that's like if you can make that's big time how do you go from being a, a Tottenville uh, basketball player to getting on Saturday Night Live like what was the first sign that you might be funny? Uh, I was always you know that kid in class that was like always really funny but then like he just kept going y yeah there like, was a he just wouldn't stop and it got to like I was that guy and then like at one point it got to the point where people were like hey dude can you like shut up like, <laughs> we got re we got regions right <laughs> can you stop I'm trying to make us laugh I got a chemistry final and my dad wants to be wants me to be a doctor so I like didn't I didn't like, really fit in but when I when I went to Tottenville they had like like Tottenville has all like weird classes because it's like a public school right. So, you know, Catholic school is just straight up reading the English, math. If you weren't going to be a stockbroker or hire in our in my high school and see, they didn't care about you. Like, I, I was always the bad kid because I didn't want to do their nonsense jobs. But when you went to public school, they allowed you to do things like that you see on Glee. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah. And the, one, of my, uh, one of my friends there, her dad was a comedian, so uh, he took me out to a bunch of open mics and I just started doing like uh, little shows and I just I got the itch for it and I just kept doing it it's, it's, uh, it's I'll tell you it's a great story because you got in so young and you still have that baby face and uh, and people are definitely drawn to you it, it, it helps add to your success and then when they tell you that you're going to audition for Saturday Night Live which is you know what 12, 13 coveted spots that you get out there uh, that's got to be completely nerve wracking Oh yeah, it was uh, it was crazy how it happened because I never like obviously 
as a comedian, that's like a dream or a goal that you set is SNL, but you don't set it realistically. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like one of those things where you're like, oh, that'll be awesome. Right. You never then, think it's uh, going to happen. Yeah, because I'm a stand-up, so like traditionally, you know, they don't have many. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I got this small part in Trainwreck because Amy Schumer's the nicest person in the world. And, uh, she uh, got a little, got me a little part where I got to improv with her and Bill Hader, and uh, it ended up going really well. And then uh, I got a call about a week later from Bill, and he was like, "Hey, buddy, uh, I just want to let you know I recommend you to Lauren, and you have an audition like next week." And I was like, "What? Wow. <laughs> what are you talking about?" I was like, "He's such a nice guy. I had no idea like uh, that he would do that." And then uh, I just I auditioned and and then I got a call back and then I I just got so lucky and ended up getting it. It was like the weirdest, craziest how that's ever happened. How much of pressure is on you because you go on and that first episode that I watched by accident, you were like the first thing I see. You absolutely kill it, and then everybody writes a story about Pete Davidson Saturday Night Live, the youngest, funniest kid since Eddie Murphy. Like they dump all this pressure right into your lap. Uh, yeah, I, I, I stopped going online. Uh, it started freaking me out. It's like, uh, it, it, it's all bull. It's not real. It's, uh, it's just like the, the, if I was 30 and I did that, they would be like, Hey, this new guy's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but because I'm so young, uh, I guess, you know, people, it's clickbait. That's yeah. all it is. It's like it's like oh, this guy is twenty, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. was twenty once. So look at that, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? That, that's something. It, it, it really, it literally means nothing. And uh, I have to be just as funny as everybody else. And uh, you know, it's I, uh, it's it's a good things though. Good things. I also see that uh, when I saw you a couple of times at the party. You seem to always have your boys with you, like you're, uh, like you stay true to your, uh, like there's always, like there's celebrity friends, and then uh -huh. there's like your real friends, and it's always you, your girlfriend, and like a couple of your regular friends. How long do you think that's going to last? Oh, it's done already. <laughs> no, I, uh, that, there's something special about that. It's always cool to hang out. With famous people, yeah, and I'm not. I, I don't understand people that are like, oh, I would never. Uh, like, yeah, you would. Yeah. Of course, you would. You know, you'd be stupid not to go experience something like that. But I mean, as far as like parties or, you know, going to any events or like when I did the roast or anything, I hope bring my that I you know grew up with and started with. So it just makes it better. When you when you I saw a picture of you on Twitter the other day. It was you and Adam Sandler and Judd Apatow, and I—I I, I mean, you haven't been doing this that long. Is there any part of you that is like, I can't believe I'm standing next to Adam Sandler while you're taking that picture? Yeah, it's—it's—it's it's, it's insane, and yeah. he's cool. Like they're—they're they're both awesome people, and like you know, fun to have a conversation with. And like, you know, I grew up watching Sandler movies. I know, like, and now there you, you know, are. So it's like. And he's saying, "Oh, you know, you're pretty good, giving you that, giving you that kind of speech." Yeah, he's like, "What's up, buddy? I think you're hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, insane. We're talking to Pete Davidson. He's going to be at the Improv uh, this weekend. I'm going to a Saturday night show. 
uh, the, the stand-up, in addition to the stuff you've seen on Saturday Night Live, is great. You can go YouTube it and check him out. He's a very funny comedian. Uh, when you travel, are you able to... I know you smoke a lot. Are you able to smoke while you're on the road, or is that one thing where you're like, i got to get to Tampa and find out where to get weed? Uh, it's like... It, I think it's, the weed kind of follows me. I think yeah. people... Uh, it caught on. Uh, uh, what's really great is I have Crohn's, so like I am... I am prescribed. Oh, you get to you get to take it with you medically. Uh, I, not they haven't gotten that far yet, but it's it's pretty like, like if someone's you know if if I'm outside or whatever and I just you know let them know that it's really not a big deal. So it's it's actually a very nice disease to have <laughs> in, in disguise. I'm so lucky to be in pain twelve hours out of the day. Uh, <laughs> That I'm allowed to do that, but yeah, it's uh, I'm actually yeah, that, I'm, I don't really do anything else. That's just a, I grew up in the weed generation. Yeah, yeah, you did. So. You damn right, you did. Because I'm still at the point where like I feel like I should be doing it because everybody else <laughs> is doing it now. I, it's just safer. Yeah, I just always feel. I just you know, it's like you feel like everybody else feels. It's it's like having three beers. Why is it that a guy as young as you? Uh, in as famous as you decide to keep a, a, a regular girlfriend and not go out and like this, the, the way I always thought it, I just go bang as many chicks as I can while the fame lasts and then settle down. Uh, there's a few reasons. Uh, you know, it sounds very exciting, but one, she's awesome, coolest girl I've ever met. Yeah. Two, you know, it keeps me focused. You know, like if I was single, running around like. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't write a joke. Like, <laughs> I would. I would literally never try to do anything. Right. So, you know, having. Oh, you're breaking up. We lose him. Oh, sweet Jesus! Right in the middle. I know. We get right going good, and then we lose him. All right, Carmen. If he calls him back, push him right through. Okay. Uh, Pete Davidson dates uh, Carly Ocalino. I hope I'm saying that right. From uh, Girl Code who normally always has a really bright red hair. Yeah. And she's really adorable. And they are, like, super in love. You see are her? They really? Yeah. You, every nice. time I see them together, they're, like, neck and neck, <laughs> and they're constantly tweeting at each other, I love you, I it's love adorable. you, that kind of stuff. But he stole her from uh, Chris yeah. Stefano. Mm, Remember yeah. that? Right. And Chris Stefano uh, told us that he would cry. He was crying. <laughs> over <laughs> I was gonna bring, here he is. He's calling uh, back. I was going to bring great. that up just now. There you go, Carmen. Grab him. Just put him through. Uh, Chris is a very funny comedian, but he made him cry. Uh, there you go. You there, buddy? I'm back. Okay, there you go. All right, well, listen, I was just uh, explaining to everybody about uh, why you, not only is your girlfriend cool, but she's super hot, and you guys are, like, super oh, yeah. gay for so, each other. So out of my league, and it's awesome, and uh, we're really, really, you know, happy. And it's like, another thing is, like, she's a comic, so it also, you know, makes you work harder. Yeah, or do you do, like, I would, like, I don't want my wife to be in radio. Like, I don't want to have to compete right. with her, though. No, I love that she does comedy. It makes me, like, we it makes we work harder now because we have to constantly try to, you know, be yeah. funnier than each other. Well, listen, but, uh, uh, I, I'm excited to see you at the Improv this weekend, and I invite everybody to go out there and check it out. Uh, ImprovTampa.com is the website to make reservations and see Pete. It's one of those things where now that people hear that he's here it's going to sell out really quick so uh, i'm definitely coming to this saturday show 
I'll introduce myself so you can uh, officially mark me off as your number one stalker. And uh, <laughs> on a serious note, I'm I'm definitely very happy for you. It's great to see somebody from uh, my hometown climb out and become a superstar. And I wish you the best, dude. Thank you, man. That that means a lot. I really appreciate it. Thank you for being like one of the five Staten Islanders who get actually get happy for other people. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, I saw you. I saw somebody tweet at you the other day from Springville saying they were having some sort of charity thing, and you were like, "Oh, if I'm in town, I'll come by and check it out." Did you used to get? I, I couldn't even go to Springville because I lived in New York and New York. Every time I went to the movie, I always get beat up. I have never been in Springville. Oh, good. That's a spring well, something to look forward to. You're going to get beat up when you go. <laughs> no, not now. He's famous. Oh, okay. It was the other side of, of town from, like, where we live. Yeah. And it was the only, like, there's only one, at least it was when I lived there, there was only one ten-plex movie theater. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to go to yeah, the movies. Was, oh, yeah, that giant, that giant UA. Yeah. It was the only place to go to go to see Batman when Batman came out, the first one, Michael Keaton. Right. I had to go all the way over there. But I'd have to run in and run out because if any of those Springville guys would see you, they would beat you up on the parking lot. I used to carry brass knuckles when I was in high school just so I could go to the movies. Sounds like a wonderful place. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's why we don't want to ever go back there once you leave. Bring Theo Rossi with you next time. Oh, that's right. Theo Rossi. Do you know him? Who's that? Theo from, uh, from Sons of Anarchy. He went to Farrell. Oh really? Yeah, no, I, I've, I've I've heard great things about that show. I just haven't seen it yet. It's on my uh, list to watch right after The Sopranos. He uh, he, <laughs> he, he is from, he went to Farrell, so you would call him what, Pete? Oh, I cannot say that. A Farrell fag. That's what you say. <laughs> that's a, but we know that, right? Yeah, that's what they would call him. That's right. Uh, I, it, it always it was always a weird. I, I always never got that. It was was like, what's there not to get? Boy school. There was a old boy school. Yeah, so much of a better idea to go to. No, it was. It's a terrible idea. When I was in grade school, I ha you have to take a test to go to a Catholic high school. Uh huh. So I went to yeah, Our, that sucked. Right. I, I went to Our Lady Queen of Peace, and I had to take the test to get it. And I really wanted to go to Farrell, and I and you have to put them down in the order in which you want to go. And I put Farrell first, C next, and Moore third. And I uh, I made it to all the schools, and then I said to myself, do I want to go and to Farrell and try to play football, or do I want and have no girls for four years, or do I want to try and go to a school with girls? And I chose the girls, and I so now looking back on it, I should have chose the football because I didn't get laid but yeah, one like girl. Most people that called Farrell that were just people that didn't get into Farrell. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. They ended because, up because being... Farrell wasn't the only all boys school on Staten Island. It was just the most annoying one because they were good at sports and everything. Right. So when everybody didn't get in, you know, couldn't get into C, and they had to go to like Moore or uh, you know Peters. Because then, and then they would just be like, see, sluts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, St. Peter's was all boys, but nobody made fun of them because they were all the dumb boys. They were either the hockey players. Yeah, they, were, they were also all, that's like a bad area. Right. It's like, all right, all right, go to Peter's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peter's You're was cool. one step before going to, uh, to a, a public prison? high school oh, yeah, okay. or a prison or something like that. <laughs> all right, well, look. Uh, 
I don't want to keep you up all morning tripping down memory lane of Staten Island, but I, I will see you out there this weekend at the Improv. I appreciate you getting up early and coming on the show today. I know you weren't feeling great, and uh, I look forward to seeing you this weekend, buddy. No, man. Thanks so much for having me, and uh, we'll have fun uh, this weekend. It'll be fun. All right, Pete. Take it easy. All right, man, have a good one. There you go, Pete Davidson, Saturday Night Live. It uh, would have been so much cooler to get him in here, but I'm glad he at least made it into the show. Yeah, yeah. you got to imagine then, uh, you know, he's already in the uh, movie with Amy Schumer. He's going to be doing quite a few more yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. He, he looks, he's got a real interesting look about him. I never knew what I know now because uh, I know who his parents are from Googling and stuff, but I, I just assumed that he was half black when I saw him. Oh, yeah. Because he just has those sort of features and he has a joke where he said I know you're looking at me trying to figure out if I'm Jay-Z's illegitimate son and you look at him he does look a lot like Jay-Z yeah. uh, see him this weekend I promise you his stand up is hilarious he is at the improv and I will be out there on uh, on Saturday night waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season LifeLock can help our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.